This is the Tree of Life, Season 3, Chapter 2. In this episode, we will be talking about the role of sensory deprivation in reversing the telescopic effect. To start out, the telescopic effect was described as the linking of the objects of consciousness of two individuals, such that the spatial objects of one individual become symbolic representations for objects within the life of the second individual. This effect describes the fundamental synchronicity between those objects of consciousness, such that analogous action towards those objects is conserved. That is to say, that when individuals act on those objects of consciousness, those actions become analogous, conserving the arrangement or orientation of those set of objects to each actor. In other words, the way of relating to those objects stays the same, despite these objects being in distinct and separate spatial locations. The telescopic link between the objects of consciousness of two disparate system members relies upon there being continuous sensory information pertaining to said objects. Which is to say, that the telescopic effect cannot conserve the stacking of perceptual experiences without continuous information pertaining to those objects. The linking or stacking of perceptual experiences is continuous, in the sense that it requires continual updating of information or observations of the environment. This means that both actors must be fully aware as best they can regarding those spatial objects. Now, dissonant consensualities were described with respect to the conjoined consensuality as involving objects which have no analogue within the conjoined consensuality. Which is to say that the history of an individual within a dissonant consensuality is distinct from the projected past assigned by the conjoined consensuality pertaining to that individual. Thus there is a true divergence of the path of that individual during the intervening period between social intersections. Interestingly, the conjoined consensuality re-establishes the telescopic linking and integration of those experiences into the conjoined space by anticipating the narratives which govern that dissonant consensuality. Which is to say, that the particular arrangement of objects generated, the narratives generated, by that social actor, during the intervening period must be anticipated to the extent possible. Thus, in flipping of the telescopic effect, in generation of new narrative, sensory deprivation can play a role in the generation of new unanticipated narrative during the dissonant divergent path. The moment that a dissonant consensuality becomes anticipated by the conjoined consensuality, the particular arrangement of objects can be reincorporated or reinterpreted according to the narratives of the conjoined consensuality. All of this is to say that the use of repetitious language, such as connecting terms in any form of narrative, can increase the predictability of the output content and make it more susceptible to reintegration within the conjoined consensuality through anticipation. Thus, it is sometimes helpful to utilize distinct language in any new narrative generated during a dissonant consensuality, which alters the predictability of the output verbalization. Finally, it can be said that since the conjoined consensuality is a manifestation of the verbalizations of a cadre of self-interested individuals, arising out of their expectations, these anticipatory expectations, which reintegrate new narratives generated as a result of flipping of the telescopic effect, are those imposed top-down by the conjoined consensuality to undermine the generation of new narratives. Ultimately, again, 
it is whose expectations, which are verbalized within the conjoint consensuality, which determines who controls the conjoint consensuality. Which means that utilizing and incorporating a variety of language into the verbalizations generated as a result of flipping of the telescopic effect, or within dissonant consensualities, can reduce the predictability of those new narratives by the conjoint consensuality. Finally, we can see that the linking of dissonant consensualities to spatial non-consensuality and the flipping of the telescopic effect is a manifestation of the fact that the telescopic effect is fundamentally an archetypal consensual phenomenon. What we can see from this is that the nine plates, or nine dialogues corresponding to intersections between archetypal consensual actors, are flipped by the presence of a spatial non-consensual actor by intersection. Which is to say, that spatial non-consensual actors maintain the same nine plates as the archetypal consensual actor, only those nine plates are reversed telescopically. This means that they become inward-facing, the lower plates becoming manifestations of concealment of the higher narratives. Let me give you an example of this. In the case of the intersection of two archetypal consensual actors, these intersections generate nine dialogues corresponding to nine impulses, which generate affirmation with respect to those impulses. This affirmation produces experience channels for expression. But, when a spatial non-consensual actor intersects with an archetypal consensual actor, the result is that the lower narratives merely conceal the higher narratives generated as a result of that intersection, preserving the independence of a spatial non-consensual actor and their corresponding autonomy. Which is to say, that their impulses do not become self-conscious because they are concealed. That's the end of the podcast for today.